Welcome to the Convergence Conversations podcast. Join us as we discuss topics that impact you and the body of Christ through candid, open conversation. Let's encounter Jesus together. I did a hat hit. Ooh, yeah, that, not yeah. a hi hat. Watch that. Yeah, watch that we hat. You tape a drumstick to that, you could play the hi hats. Man, I wish we had video. Hi hat. <laughs> yeah, you just need a all right welcome back to the convergence conversations podcast my name is justin worship pastor here at convergence church and uh, i'm joined by wesley fagan and steve fish so happy to have you guys in the studio today um we're going to be talking about the gospel today. Come on. Has anybody ever heard of that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Really? Just, we just want to break this open from a real basic perspective. You know, um, like we're literally going to say, what is the gospel? We're going to break this down really, really minute and or really, really 10,000 foot view. And then we're going to kind of like go down a little, a little more specific, you know, and just see where the Lord leads us. So, I mean, first question right off the bat is when we say the gospel, because you know some things can be Christianese or they can lose, when a word gets used over and over and over out of context, we start to, it can start to lose its meaning. So first to you, Steve, you know, when you say the gospel, like let's say someone right off the street who has never heard of Jesus, and you say the gospel, yes. and they look at you like a deer in the headlights, what is the gospel? Yes. And the most basic definition of the gospel is found in the Greek word, it's good news. Mm. And the gospel is good news. And, you know, I feel, and I just want to say this as we begin this podcast today, that I believe during this podcast, the Lord is going to renew an excitement in hearts about mm. the gospel. Yeah. That if we really know what the gospel's about, it's going to be new. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be worth talking about. So it's the message of Jesus. One of my favorite scriptures that, that Paul, from Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, 3, he, he really compresses the gospel in this mm-hmm. verse. He says, of first importance, what I also received that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, he was buried and he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures and that he appeared to Cephas and to the 12. And so the message of Jesus, the cross, the resurrection, the good news of Jesus is, is the foundation of mm-hmm. the gospel yep. and of everything that we do. And I believe we're, we're about to come in this place where we have this, again, as I said, a fresh passion for the gospel. You know, as they said in the book of Acts, we cannot stop speaking what we've seen and heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go, Wesley. I've got questions. Trust me. I've got questions. Let's go through questions. I'm ready. Yeah. So, Steve, you say the good news. What is so good about this news? Yes. The gospel, it is the one. I mean, you know, it is, it is a message of hope. Yeah. It is love. It is not the message of religion, mm. you know? And you, Wesley, you've done some great preaching on this, you know, of how religion is, tells us to measure up, do something more. Um, even religion would say, go to church, mm. you know, things like that. 
And the message of the gospel is that God sent his son Mm -hmm. and God is coming to you. God's love. God is out to get you with his love. (laughs) You better believe it. (laughs) Mm. He's going to chase you down with his love. Oh, so good. That's so good. Yeah. And even, I love that, Steve, because it's funny, even today in our house of prayer set, we were reading about Zacchaeus and we were pointing out how the story of Zacchaeus starts with Zacchaeus in a tree seeking Jesus. But by the end of it, Jesus says, salvation has come to your house for you too are son of Abraham. And then it says, for the son of man has come to seek and save that which was lost. Wow. And so, and a lot of religions and a lot of, a lot of people, when they think of, I don't know, God, they think of trying to reach him. Zacchaeus is trying to seek Jesus, but the gospel is the story of God coming and seeking us. Come on. It's the Son of Man. It's Jesus coming to seek and save that which was lost, which is us. And so the good news of the gospel is it's not not, give me five ways that I can reach God. It's here's how God reached you. (laughs) And it it changes the focus from what I need to do to to reach Him or to, to love Him. And there are things we can do to love Him, but the focus is on what He's done and whatever I do is out of response of that rather than the initial, you know, the initiator. I'm no longer the initiator and the gospel. That's so good, Wesley. And and just thinking that the gospel is actually that, one, you become a new creation. Mm -hmm. The old passes away, the new has come. But the fact that Christ comes to live in you. Yeah. I I love that about the gospel. Mm -hmm. I love that about our faith, that I'm not trying to produce good works. Right. Jesus himself is in me. Yeah. And the life I now live in the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. live by faith in mm-hmm. the Son of God. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Right. I love that. Mm-hmm. What an amazing thing that God would come live in us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing that, you know, Steve, you have such um, you have such a gift I don't know, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things you can be in the fivefold, right? <laughs> but but you especially, like, I've always enjoyed hearing your stories of evangelism, and especially of, of your dad, you know, your stories of your dad's, you know, evangelism, that he, he was yeah. such an evangelist that, you know, I love hearing about, like, you know, him being in the neighborhood and being like, yeah, my neighbor finally came to Jesus, or I've been working on that guy for years, yes. years, showing him the love of God. And one day he's going to come, right? Yes. And what are some of your favorite, what, are you, what is some of maybe like your favorite moments where you feel like, you know, somebody got just like absolutely touched, you know, and there's plenty of, you know, moments where people get touched by the presence of God, but like that you saw the gospel in its simplicity, just abs- like do the work, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. we didn't have to sell it. A lot of people think we have to sell the gospel, like we have to sell Jesus, we have to put on big shows, and we have to make the lights flashy, and we have to make a beautiful graphic and and perfectly market this event for people to come, and then convince them to accept Jesus. But in reality, like Jesus is the one tracking them down. We don't have to convince them. Yeah, that's like, good. Like, what do you have to say to that? You know, that is so good. Well, one, I just want to say I'm so thankful for my heritage, mm-hmm. for my dad who lived sharing the gospel. I remember sitting on a plane with him. And he said, son, I'm going to teach you how to share the gospel today. And like right there on that airplane, he just trained me to share the gospel. He led me to the Lord. He taught me to share the gospel. I saw him live it. 
remember him sharing the gospel with a race car driver in Utah, you know, in a rainstorm, you know, just, you know, I have all these stories, but I just, I just want to share a, a quick story of, of the power of the gospel. I was, I was out one day and I felt I was to share the gospel with this drunk man. And I heard all these stories about how, you know, the gospel's more powerful than alcohol. And sometimes people sober up, they get saved, or maybe they're just going to remember later. And so I shared the gospel with this man and I was pretty discouraged. Like he was just still there, just drunk. And not, not in the spirit. No, not uh, in the spirit. In the flesh. You, Justin. <laughs> and, the other and, way would have been great. And I went ahead. I said, that, I said, does this make any sense to you? Do you want to receive Jesus? And he, I didn't get any response from him. And then this little girl to his left said, I want to receive Jesus. Mm. And I realized in that moment that I wasn't even sharing the gospel with that man. (laughs) I thought I was. Yeah. But it was the little girl there. And I just, I love it that the gospel is the power of God, salvation to those who believe. Mm -hmm. And I've seen God come in so many times. Even I, I stumbled, I mess up scripture. You know, we do all these imperfect things, but... The gospel is the dynamite mm-hmm. of God to salvation mm-hmm. to those who believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's super good. And I love that the gospel is the power. Like, it's not that we use the gospel with our power. It's like you present the gospel and it is power. Yes. And <sighs> and it, it takes off the pressure for us to try to make make results happen, but we just present the truth and the truth sets people free. Like Jesus is lifted up and he draws all men to himself. It's yes. this thing of he, he's the one that does it and our job is to partner with him and to, to present it and to speak it and to live it. And, and he's the one that ultimately, it's him, him that even moves in people's hearts and, and convicts them and real, makes them realize like, yeah, I need this, you know? And There've been several times where I've been in places and, you know, we'll be teaching or preaching or whatever, and there's great responses, but there's also times when I've had people just come up and, you know, they just ask questions. And then I remember there's a time even in, in Mozambique when that man came up to us and he's just said, what you need, I have. I'm sorry, what, what, what you have, I need. That's what he said. <laughs> what you have, I need. And we're uh, like, uh, do you, what do you mean? Like money? He's like, no, like, what do you? And we're like, oh, we're Christians. We have Jesus. He's like, yeah, I need that. <laughs> wow. And it's like, it's just crazy. Like you, you almost are taken back sometimes of like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is the Lord. You know, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not, you're like, are you asking us for something? Oh, okay. Yeah. You want the gospel. Yeah. Um, you want Jesus. And it's just a beautiful, it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this world, we're so often uh, confronted with people who want us for what we are, right? And so often that is the catalyst, right? In, in sharing the gospel is people want me for me and what I have to give them, whether it's money or my time or my attention 
or you know my assets or whatever and that's my opportunity to say you don't want that mm. <laughs> like listen you know you want this yeah <laughs> and you don't always have to be like hey listen i know i need to pay you for this food but really i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna lead you to the lord no but like that is the thing you know mm. like what did peter say like silver and gold i have not like that's but right. what i have i give to you mm-hmm. and that that is so powerful and i've been I mean, with us, especially, you know, as Americans, right? Like so often what our street ministry is, is is like uh, ministering to people who are homeless or people who are on the streets or, or whatever. And I have found it difficult in the past, right? To like try and take my mind as someone who's never been homeless and I've never been impoverished to that level, right? And then get down on somebody's level and try to minister to them from that place. But what I found is like that's not... Like, we don't have to do that, right? Yeah. I don't have to get inside somebody's head. I don't have to be the same as them. I don't have to necessarily get down and relate with them in a way that makes sense to me. All I have to do is do what Wesley said, which is just open up my mouth, you know? Yeah. Because what a privilege it is. Uh, that's This is what I was thinking earlier is when you were talking, Wes, was, you know, it really is a privilege to get to share the gospel. I think for a lot of us, at least when we're young, maybe we're like, you know, okay, this is my job. As a Christian, right, and especially in some more religious, you know, institutions, it would be like, well, this is your job. Like, I know it's fun to come to church, and I know it's fun to go to seminary, right? And you learn a lot of cool stuff, you meet a lot of cool people. But this is your job, okay? Your job is to go out and get people saved and make disciples, okay? That's your job. Don't sacrifice on your job. And like to a certain extent, it is. But what a privilege, you know? Mm-hmm. All these testimonies that I hear right yeah. now from coming from overseas, from the Middle East, is you know. There isn't somebody, not that there aren't missionaries over there, but there isn't necessarily somebody standing in front of them saying, here's Jesus, would you like to receive him? Right. But Jesus is coming in the dream as the man in white, and yeah. people are getting saved by the thousands, I forget what the number was, like every day, mm-hmm. you know, thousands a day are coming to Jesus because they have dreams of the man in white and they give this, give their life to him. And I'm like, whoa, blow up my religious context, you know? Right. And that really puts it into perspective, you know, Lord's like, I, you know, I can, I can just go do this without you, right? <laughs> this is an opportunity for yeah. you to partner with me and what I'm doing in the earth. And it's so valuable. And I mean, would you like to speak that's, to that, Steve? That's amazing. Yeah, just this whole thing even of, of you mentioned that where, you know, Peter, it was like silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, mm. I give to you. And I think sometimes we don't realize the value of what we have. Yeah. Like in the, in the spirit, you are a billionaire. Mm, right. Like you have what money cannot buy. Mm-hmm. The, the most precious gift, the most precious message, the most powerful message, the most powerful, awesome person, creator of the universe is inside of me. Mm. And when I speak and declare his message, who he is, miracles happen. Yeah. yeah. And inward transformation happens of what people have been bound for, you know, in their entire lives. They're actually rewired inside and become a temple of God become mm-hmm. a new creation they become righteous yeah and it's it's just amazing that that we get to we get to release what god has done onto the earth 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so, you know, let's let's bring this back, you know, a little bit. Like, we have, we have this thing called the gospel, right? Which is the testimony of Jesus. Um, when someone says, okay, uh, I want this thing. I want, I want whatever you have. Someone's before you. I'm before you right now, Steve. I'm unchurched. I don't have, or maybe I'm really overchurched, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It'd be one or the other. But I have not given my life to Christ. I have not surrendered my life to Jesus. What does that look like for someone maybe who even is listening right now? You know, and they're like, this, like, I know I, this is burning in my heart. I feel it right now. Like, I've, I've needed to do this. I've known this for a long time. I've heard the Lord. I've seen him work. He's, he's come to me in a way where I was pretty sure it was him. And now this is confirming. What does someone do to say, okay, I'm a part of the kingdom now? Wow. So good. Yeah. Because, you know, as one of the things I find it, and I don't, you don't find this as much in our area now, but it, you know, 20 years ago, it used to be when you talk to someone about the gospel, they'd say, well, I went to church. I'm a Christian. I went to vacation Bible school. I was baptized. And we'd have to like help them encounter Jesus. Yeah. Like, hey, you had, that's great that you went to church. It's a good thing, but that didn't save anyone. Yes. You know, being, <laughs> actually being dipped in water doesn't, doesn't save you. You know, it's the, the most compressed way to put that would be what they said in the book of Acts, where there were two things that came up over and over, repentance and faith. So that, that repentance is that we're turning to God and coming in faith, believing that Jesus Christ is Lord, mm. that he was raised from the dead. And... How people express that, that can just happen silently in their hearts. Um, it's not praying a prayer doesn't save you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not opposed to praying prayers, but I like, to, I like to help people create their own conversation with God when we come to this place mm-hmm. as yeah. much as possible. So like if I was going to lead you to the Lord right now, Justin, we're really going to get somewhere in this podcast eh? I've been saved multiple times listening to Steve speak, so this is just going to be like number well, fourteen, born right again, at again, you again, again, every again. week. So I'm glad yes. it's working. He stares at me during the mess. He's like, "You need to hear this." No, <laughs> but lead I would, me to the Lord. I'm ready. So I would make sure that you knew that Jesus came and He died on the cross to not just take sin out of your life, but to make you a righteous person, Mm. like to actually change your DNA. And it's not, this isn't just a ticket to heaven, but I would, you know, even just the simplicity of going to John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his son, that whosoever believes in him might not perish, but have everlasting life. Mm. And I would just even walk you through John 3, 16, And I'd say, Justin, right now, Jesus wants to to come. And do you want him to enter your life? And why don't you just ask him? And And I would just help you some if you need it as we're praying. Like, hey, well, tell, you know, 
if, you, if this is in your heart, that I believe in you, Jesus. I trust you. I believe you died and you rose again. Mm. And, and I turn to you as my Lord. And, uh, and then I would pray for you right then to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> you know, we don't have to that wait. That was my next question. <laughs> we don't have to Step wait. two. Wait 10 it's years. two and one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And I mean, hey, we could, we could really launch into another podcast episode there. But, but yeah, why is that so important to immediately follow up with that? Because the only way this thing works now mm-hmm. is Holy Spirit living through us and and for many of us like for me it was it was almost 10 years later until i i knew that Mm -hmm. and so i was struggling trying to do things feeling like i could never measure up Mm. and then i got filled with the holy spirit and i wanted to tell people about jesus yeah i wanted to read my bible Mm. you didn't have to tell me and beg me to do that so help us wesley yeah, no, it's so good. I mean, I think we can oftentimes see it as two separate events. And and it may be, I want to be careful I say this, there's, there may be two separate distinctions, but it doesn't mean that it's like one happens and then the other happens years and years later, which I think just like you said, a lot of people experience. Happened for me. Right, like biblically, it's they get saved, they're filled with the Spirit, you know? And it's even, it's kind of just this, I don't know. It's it's together because the promise, the promise of salvation is the Spirit. Even like the Holy Spirit's reference as the the promise from the Father, right? Yeah. Isn't that the wording it uses? Yeah. Like it's the promise, and so the new covenant, it's it's in the Spirit, and so it's, you need the Spirit to really walk in it and walk it out. And it's not, it's not some extra thing like oh, there's. You get saved and born again, and then there's Holy Spirit is Christianity 2.0. Like right. it's it's all the same package, and it's normal Christianity, and yes. it's totally normal. It's, yes. and and when Jesus rose from the dead and saw his disciples for the first time, it says he breathed on them and said, "Receive the Holy Spirit." And so his him resurrecting, it's so we just said you know the gospel is the it's you could say the life, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. But it's also received the Holy Spirit. Like it's yes. almost unto. Yes. Yes. It's unto that receive and being able to receive it. And yes. and it's fascinating how this is interesting, but the gospel wasn't proclaimed at Easter. It was actually proclaimed at Pentecost. Because Pentecost was the it was the fulfillment of what Easter was unto, even. Wow. The death, brain, resurrection was unto us being actually filled and able to walk in now the new life that Christ has died for, for us to walk in. Yeah, you know, I think I, I kind of heard the Lord, I heard the Lord in this little picture. He talks me through pictures and and I saw this house. It was like he like he makes us a new creation and we are a temple, right? Mm. So like getting saved and becoming a new creation without receiving the Holy Spirit mm. is like you build this big, beautiful house and then you don't connect, you wait to connect the power, right? Yeah. So you've got this big, beautiful house. Everything's done. Everything's already paid for. You don't owe a dime. And he makes you this new creation. And you get to live in this beautiful house. And then, but there's no power. Wow, that's good. There's nothing that connects you right. to Jesus, yeah. you know? Just, the Holy Spirit is good. the power, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's like if, if we're the light bulb, the Holy Spirit is the power that creates the light. Come on. Wow. Woo! 
Wow. <laughs> okay, Justin. Okay. I, well, I'm the MC on this podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to preach. Yeah, That's this good. is good. No, hey. I think you, I just want to say, Justin, like I have noticed, and maybe we're not even supposed to do this in the podcast. But Get I'm ready a, for exhortation. That's what Steve does. <laughs> but, That's right. Here we go. But I'm the oldest one in the room, so I can do this. <laughs> you can do whatever but, you want. There's an excitement that comes on you in situations where we're sharing the gospel, we're praying for the sick, that I love. Mm. And I feel like is a part of who you are that we're going to be seeing even more of in this coming season. Yeah. And, Foreboding. Uh, and, and then Wesley, <laughs> I mean, just what you carry with the gospel has been so awesome. And what you bring, the way that you teach and evangelize believers even <laughs> bringing That's the goal. believers into the freshness yeah. of the gospel mm. is so powerful and i'm blessed to be around both of you guys mm. and to just watch what god is doing That's and good. i know that I you know as it. we've that people are listening to this podcast and and i was just feeling you know kind of as we wind it up here that at that acts 4 that it says, when they had prayed, the place where it was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we should, as we wrap up today, just even pray Definitely. for that just fresh wave. I was actually, of I was boldness. going there. I was actually going to ask, I was going to say, Steve, I don't want to make you feel old, but you really are like, you're the, I mean, you're the, with this whole transition, and this is a totally different story, but with this transition from senior leader to apostle elder, right, and Andrew coming up and becoming senior leader, right, you know, you've talked about being going from fathering to grandfathering, you know, yeah. and what does it mean to grandfather, <laughs> which is so amazing, I've never heard anybody say that before, but like, I feel like it would just be so powerful if you would just kind of like bless this podcast with just a yeah. prayer. Just, you know, there's such an anointing on you for this. And I just would love if you would just kind of pray us out. Oh, um, and I'm that. not even going to do an outro. You just pray us yeah. out and then we'll roll it out. So Father, thank you for the power of the gospel. Yes. Jesus, you're amazing. Father, thank you for the greatest news mm-hmm. that the world is hungry for yeah. good news. Yes, Jesus. Jesus, you are alive. I thank you for fresh boldness. I thank you for mm-hmm. love. I thank you that compassion is going to compel us. And I thank you that we are going to find ourselves doing what we would not have done yes, because you are carrying us. You are giving us a new boldness. Thank you, Father, for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Thank you for a newness breaking off. I see disappointment breaking off now yes, in Jesus' name. And Father, there's a, a fresh passion and at the wonder and the awe and majesty of who you are and what you've done and that we have the honor and privilege of agreeing with you and declaring who you are on the earth. And we thank you for it, God, in Jesus' name.